So I've been watching some stuff about the George Floyd, Derek Chauvin trial. Derek Chauvin is the cop. You know who George Floyd is. Uh, it's day four. It's pretty interesting. Um, so on day four of the... Okay, let me tell you about... Okay, so let me tell you. So the Derek Chauvin has a defense attorney who has an, in this, who has an assistant. So there's three people on that side. There's the guy up for trial, the lawyer, and then someone, you know, the person who sits in the back and, like, in the movies, like, rushes out to do something. Quick, get me a whatever. And she, she's wearing a mask. She looks like she's not ugly. On the other side is the prosecutors, and I think they're up to, like, six or seven people now. You know, it's a whole team. It's like, you know, like, again, from the movies, it's like where the the poor person is going against the corporation and the poor person comes in with their, you know, their lawyer who doesn't play by the rules and then the corporation comes in and they just, it's a whole bunch of people in suits, one after the other. Well, so anyways, that's the prosecution now. Trying to prove that uh, Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd and uh, so they brought in a new person. So, you know, there's sixth or the seventh person who showed up today on the fourth day. He's a guy who argues in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. Like, apparently he's argued in front of the U.S. Supreme Court maybe the most of anyone ever, or he's up there. So, you know, this is this is like the most respected lawyer in America, or close to it. He won, he won Lawyer of the Year a couple years ago, stuff like that. And the whole team, the whole team on the prosecutor side is super expensive, Harvard, Yale, you know, badass lawyers. And, you know, it's funny because, like, the DA normally, he says, okay, hey, prosecutor that's underneath me, you go prosecute this case. But that's not what they're doing here. This thing is too important. I mean, this is obviously monumentally important. And apparently someone said, you know, spend all the money you want. And so he went out and hired, you know, like, lawyers, non-prosecutors, to do the prosecution. He's like, give me, you know, give me someone better than what we got. I think this is Minneapolis, so, you know, so give me something better than, like, this giant city has. So that's interesting. There's a lot of money on the line here. So the thing that happened, the big, the big thing that happened today was, so the, the charges are uh, manslaughter two, murder three, and murder two. You know, lower number means hard, more hardcore, like murder one is the most hardcore. But there has been some issue about the murder three charge because apparently it was written for drive-bys, drive-by shootings. So like, you know, if you if you go to kill, you know, say you're going to do a drive-by and you're going to go kill Joe because he, whatever, made eyes with your girl. And when you go to kill that person, you accidentally shoot someone else. Well, then, you know, what kind of murder is that? It's not premeditated. You didn't mean to kill the person next to Joe, but you did. And so, anyway, so they wrote that law in Minneapolis. Apparently, they got a big drive-by problem. So that's murder three. So the judge, I don't know, a month ago or something, threw it out. And then the appeals court above him said, put it back. And that happened like today, he's like, okay, it's back in here, even though normally, you know, even, he's like, anyway, and he was pissed, so normally, 
I don't know how I don't know how pissed judges are normally, but he was a. Uh, I think for a judge, because they're kind of you know they keep their demeanor pretty calm. He was kind of pissed. He's like, okay, well they told me to put it back, and they said, oh, it's obvious. Just read the, you know, read the law book or whatever. And he's like, I read that law book, and it doesn't say anything about doing it for a single person. It has to be for some you know some innocent bystander who gets killed. But you told me to put it back, so I will put it back. And so he did put it back. And the thing is, like, you probably don't want to get the judge pissed off. I mean, he's probably a super reliable judge, so he's not going to be pissed off at the prosecutors. He's probably just pissed off at the appeals court, and that'll be the end of it. But still, I'm sure if you're the defense, you're like, all right, you know, this judge is a little pissed off about one of these charges. I like that. But so they've already chosen five jury members. And so they chose five jury members in the first three days. So here on the fourth day, they added back this third-degree murder charge. And so what that means is that the judge will probably let the defense try and say, we need more time. You know, we thought we were defending against these two charges. Now we're defending against these three charges. Uh, we need more time. And so there's a decent chance from the lawyers on YouTube that I watched uh, that they may get a, I don't know, continuance or whatever it's called. They'll get more time. So it was making me think it could push off, it could push this trial off into the summer or something. I'm sure they're going to try and go quick. But if you push it off into the summer, well, I think we know what happened last summer in Minneapolis. I mean, Mayhem. Mayhem happened in Minneapolis last summer. And right now, like, the courthouse, I think, is surrounded by concrete barriers and razor wire and whatnot. And so if this thing continues on and on, you know, there there may be, like, the jurors being rushed in and, you know, vans with black windows while people are throwing bricks and, you know, driving past burning buildings. And I just it just made me wonder, like... What does that do to the jury member? I mean, you know, it's it's going to be pretty hard to be impartial when that's going on around you. That's going to have to, it's going to affect your, uh, it's going to affect you in some way. And so I don't know. I think some people might be like, you know, riots are the voice of the unheard. This shows you how America is racist. And so, you know, and all cops are racist. And this this is a racist murder. And this, you know, these riots are just a, you know, a, a good demonstration of how racist, how racist Derek Chauvin is, and he needs to go down. So I think some people will be like hardened that direction, and then other people, you know, depending on how the court case is going, will be like, you know, you know, this doesn't necessarily, you know, I, you know, I'm starting to think about maybe, uh, you know, not guilty. And so, you know, for you guys to be burning down my city, that might harden your heart. Well, not harden your heart, but might harden your position there. It's like, you know, I think this guy's not guilty and you're burning down my city. So now I really think he's not guilty and there's no way that no one's going to convince me, you know, when you're in the room with 12 people and you got to get all of them to agree. So I think it might make people go, you know, it'll polarize the jury. I guess that's what I'm saying. It'll polarize the people if the city is burning down around them as they head to the court. Uh, and then I was watching some stuff about the actual case. And so there's like a Minneapolis police department 
training PowerPoint, you know, like a slideshow. And it basically is like, so that the suspect doesn't die, you put them on the ground and you put their, put your knee on their neck. Like you, you put handcuffs on them, you put them down on the ground, you put your knee on the neck. This is how you save the life of the person. And then they give an example of a court case where something similar happened, where they kept someone on the ground for 15 minutes, and the person then died. It was a white guy. And the, the uh, whatever, the courts ruled that that was justified. And then there's also, there's another paperwork thing. It's not a training manual. It's kind of like the, whatever, the rules of uh, the Minneapolis Police Department. It's more legal, you know, more dense legalese type writing. It's like, you know, you got someone in handcuffs, you got to be real careful and, you know, all, you know, don't do anything, don't do any more than you have to and make sure you don't hurt them. So you kind of got, basically those two things contradict each other. So one thing says, do exactly what that guy did. And the other one is like, don't do what that guy did. That, you know, that's terrible. So we'll just see what happens. Okay. Thanks for listening.